This is Niven. Um, you guys might recognize him from social media. So yeah, he's one of my good friends on social media. I follow him on Instagram and he's got a lot to say there about property. I'm gonna introduce him now. So Niven, hello. Hi guys. Um Lovely to be here, Chanel, to Thank join you, you on your podcast. Thank you for coming. Yeah. I, I reached out to you, you a while ago and you said, oh, well, I want to see what it's about first. I said, nope, you've just got to come on. Oh, do you know what? I'm really picky of what I do as well, just because um, I'm not actually, like I was just telling you earlier, I'm not actually loving filming and stuff, even though people think I'm really outgoing. I'm kind of um, used to building a business in the shadows. And then obviously when the TV programme came out, I was like thrust into everyone knows what you're doing, how you did it kind of thing. And it was a, a massive adjustment. So I'm still getting used to it. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, mm. yeah, that's what we were talking about earlier is that yeah. I like to be on camera and even... Um, I'm the opposite. I mean, uh, yeah, he's the opposite. So yeah, we want to highlight your, your highlights really. So you're from Sheffield, Manchester area. Uh, your business is, is ba was originally based around the area. Yeah, so correct? it's based in Manchester. That's okay. where it all started. And what yeah. would you call yourself? What is your title? What do you do? Um, title officially is um, a director. Okay. So a uh, director of my own property company. I've got a few property companies now, but yeah. Um, okay. An entrepreneur is like the fashionable word these days. Yeah. Uh, I never used to like that word. No. Um, Getting used to it now though. I think it's like overused now. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I, well, feel well, like... I think we should find a new, a new word for entrepreneur actually. Yeah, I feel like, actually, no, right. but it's a good thing because everyone wants to be one and I think it's really good. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So you made uh, social media and you made a little bit of a breakthrough in COVID when your Channel 5 documentary come out. How, what was the title of that? Um, so that was called Britain's Council House Millionaires. Okay. And that was basically um documenting the journey and how i basically use property to um, become successful basically mm -hmm. and from like a very humble council beginning mm -hmm. um and i just said yes to it didn't know what was going to happen never really showed it's not it wasn't like now because when i started it was like 12 years ago so now everyone documents the first house or even going to viewings and like, it's all over youtube and mm. instagram wasn't really like that back in the day. So being into property and entrepreneurship was basically like, I don't know, you could say being... A ghost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or like just, it was kind of looked down upon. You wouldn't tell, it wouldn't be something people would be interested in as much, um, mm -hmm. especially younger people. So um, yeah, it was kind of weird when it when it came out and then I was like, why are people watching this? Like, do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I've been buying houses all that time. Yeah. And it was just what, we, what I did and, and kind of, yeah, and then I was like, why are people so interested? Like, oh. Why why is it getting the views it's getting and the media attention and stuff? Because it was on newspapers as well. And I was like, it's a bit weird. Like, yeah, I saw to. that in, in what paper, what newspaper? Uh, that was in uh, Daily Mail. Okay. That was uh, the first one. It's been in others, but mainly it was in Daily Mail saying, um, well, obviously they, they use it politically, but I was just shocked as to why people were so interested in... I think because you were property. driving a red Ferrari, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, driving to a, a council estate and buying loads of property. Yeah, I maybe. Think, I think yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of got yeah, the views. Yeah, yeah. That's so um, that might have done it. But, but, um, but genuinely, like, I was shocked as to um, the feedback I was getting. It was all positive. Mm -hmm. And how many people um, it inspired. Yeah. And that was amazing. And I didn't expect that, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had no... Um, 
expectation or preconception of what would happen. I just thought it would be like, home, you know, like Home to the Hammer. Yeah. I just thought it'd be like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, because, yeah, yeah, I've been onto a few, because obviously I've owned an estate yeah, yeah, yeah. for 16 years, so I've been onto a few property programs yeah. and they didn't make the headlines yeah, that you made. exactly. It was just like another estate agent showing another house and, and yeah. getting another deal on the table. So that that's really great and it just shows Listen, the reason why podcasts are about, the reason why I've, I've done this myself is, is to help people. And yeah. it's to help myself. And yeah. when you're helping people, you, you are help helping yourself, yourself yeah, at the yeah, end yeah. of the day. So um, it's amazing when you feel like you are inspiring others, it actually gives you motivation. It's to, the best. It's like better it. than buying property. Like, honestly, like I didn't I expect that either. Yeah. And like, I was just, it was just overwhelming. Yeah. Like I've saved, I tried to screenshot all, all the messages and stuff, but it was just too many, but it, it was overwhelming. Yeah. And um, it was really, really positive and you couldn't really put a price on it. Like, it was better than any deal I've done. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And still to this day, which is really strange as well. So we're like three, almost four years later and I'm still getting people message fresh, like, you know, wow. yeah. You, or like I watched you two years ago, just going to view me now from first property. You helped me, not even talk to them before, like just watching you help me, um, motivate me and stuff. I think I think that is the most motivating part of 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 doing your property journey and documenting yeah. it online, isn't it? Yeah. It's what you can, it's what what other people can see from it, what other people can get from it. So, um, your Instagram, we're going to show it on, on under the screen, obviously. And I, I feel like um, how so pre the Channel Five documentary, because social media is just a massive thing that I want to highlight within my podcast, more for the younger generation as yeah. well. Um, and for the older generation, because the older generation just don't get it. And they do feel like, oh, you're just showing off. Um, and for people like, I've been following you for a couple of years. We have a good lifestyle, obviously. We work hard. We show it out on social media. We're, you know, we're traveling. I know you, are just, you started a new business abroad. Obviously, I have as well. And there's many benefits to that. And Pete, a lot of people do look at it as, are you just showing off? Are you flossing? Um, how would you would you see that or would you change anything differently from, so from that? I think about Social this quite media. a lot. Um, yeah. I, and same as you, made money well before social media, mm -hmm. right? From property. And you don't, property is one of the things that you don't need to be on social media for. Yeah. You actually don't need it. You need right move. You need country or whatever back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Um, whereas other lives, you know, like uh, traders and stuff, they need social media to get clients, right? Mm. So. I was making money and made well before the TV documentary, right? Well before anything was published. Um, so I could disappear tomorrow, switch off social media and be exactly the same, mm -hmm. right? So that's the way I see it. But yeah. the other side to it is I'm here to inspire people. Mm -hmm. And the easiest way to do that with the young generation and the people on social media mm -hmm. is literally to showcase my lifestyle mm -hmm. in a way that is authentic and it's actually like when I post a holiday it's not because I went on holiday to post it it's because I was actually living that life enjoying what yeah, you're posting yeah, exactly. and, you, and it, it does inspire it. people because yeah, people does. message me saying I want to be keep going bro yeah and like even like I want to be where you are and they're stuck in a nine to five whatever I want to be where you are and they can actually see it and one of the things I do say is uh, you can't be what you can't see because mm -hmm. when I started property I didn't know anything about property I didn't even know it was a thing or accessible to uh, people who kind of like look like me or f from the same backgrounds mm -hmm. um, about like owning land in the UK. Because obviously, although I was born here, my parents weren't. So yeah. we didn't have property in inherited from grandparents and all yeah. of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So 
the first people who took me to a building site when I was 18 was my dad's mates, uh, who was like, they had like a, a collective of like five Nigerians who were like buying in Manchester and they were building stuff. And I was like, wow, we can actually do this, yeah? And I was 18, so like when I was 21, I still remember that when I went to, to the bank to try and get a mortgage for my first property. That inspired me, even though they weren't, they were elders, they weren't on social media like Flossie, but that kind of inspired me. So mm. that's basically what I'm trying to do now. So you had some guidance, but the, at, at, only really from the age of 18? I didn't even have guidance, it was literally just, just seeing. Just yeah, so they, they take, took me to a building site, we're like, oh, I never knew. They, so they were it. trying to get me to buy it. Um, you know, like they do in Dubai now with the off plans. Yeah. So they were doing that in Manchester years Way ago. Before. It would have been a good investment as well, mm. but I didn't because I was 18, couldn't yeah. even get a mortgage. When I was yeah. 21, I still remembered, oh, it is possible because they're doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that gave me, if I hadn't seen that, I wouldn't have really been, um, I might have chosen a different path for, you know, do you know what I mean? And, and there was no YouTube and like, there was nothing. There was, there was no. YouTube, but it wasn't like yeah, you can there, just go there on now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there so, was literally hmm. nothing. So there's no. It was uh, just about do just put your feet yeah, yeah, in yeah. first and yeah, yeah, go yeah, yeah. for it. There's no one it? that you can ring or someone can message me now. I've just bought a property, got this problem, and I'll reply. Right. Mm. That's like guidance yeah. from someone who's been there, but it wasn't yeah. that then because yeah. they were building as well. They weren't landlords, so were just yeah. built, and I wasn't building, so yeah. I didn't have guidance, but I saw it. Yeah. So when people see me on social media now they will see a mix, they'll see like whatever one to post, but it'll be like lifestyle. It'll be how you can live abroad um, or wherever you want in the world and still have income from the UK, like mm -hmm. passive income. How to get out of your, because um, I've worked some hard jobs as well, like nine yeah. to fives, how to get out of that mindset. Yeah. Like I've got people, I'm not even like, you know, there's PTs out there, but there's people who message me with before and after pictures of the gym and just, and I've motivated them on that way. It's not even about property. Yeah. So that's kind of... Um... Yeah, but a transformational... Funny enough, I had a, my life coach on here, Ray. Yeah, yeah. You might know him. He's good at... He's amazing yeah, at yeah. property as well. Yeah. And he's a transformational uh, life coach. And plus he does property. Nice, so it's nice. like best of yeah, both. Yeah, yeah. And it, you know, it's all one. It's all one relationship. Whether you have it with the gym, whether you have yeah. it with, with your business. So one thing I want to ask you about, which we haven't touched on about, is, is your upbringing. So yeah, can yeah. you tell us a bit about that? So... It was difficult, to be honest. Um, really? Didn't see my parents much because they were working, like doing everything they could to get food on the table, kind of thing. Um, had different like carers, like you know, like babysitters full time, um, childminders, stuff like that. Um, yeah. What so, businesses were your your family? So they were or nurses. Were, they yeah, in yeah, the yeah. Industry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, to get to this country from Mauritius, they were recruiting. It's not just from Mauritius; all around Commonwealth, they were recruiting nurses. Oh. So yeah, so they came over with nurses, obviously doing overtime as well, night shifts. So yep. it was quite difficult growing up. Um, Do you have siblings? Yeah, yeah, I've got one sister. Um, yeah, so she she's done well as well, but uh, not into property. But um, yeah, and then we moved to like a really really rundown house, but it was the only thing we could afford, and did it up. So I was kind of like, it. it it's funny how things work out in a circle. Yeah. So you're, you're kind of like in that environment before you even realise. And then yeah. later on, you're like, oh, I can actually do this. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I think that's what, what I resonated with because my first area I was brought up in Tottenham. Yeah, and my yeah, yeah. first, well, a lot of our projects and properties that we own are in that, that kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, part yeah, yeah. of London to not 
not the best area no, now, no. but it wasn't the best area then, but it, it makes money at the end of the day. So it's an area that properties that make money, them old properties and no, them yeah. areas that are not as, as um, well, uh, I would say as more luxurious, um, but they all still make a money. At the end of the day, we, we just look at the, the yield now, don't Yeah, we? and the but, thing is as well now, um, just a bit of a side topic to that is, people want to buy, I feel, in nice areas so they can post it and mm -hmm. get nice properties. But when I first started, I bought in like Moss Side in Manchester, which was like... Oh yeah, I've heard of Moss yeah, Side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was really bad back in yeah. the day. And, <laughs> and like people were like, why are you buying there? You know, even people who were doing property themselves. Mm -hmm. And that house was full straight away. And that's where I made my money. And then I went to Salford, which is another area which has got gang problems yeah. still to this day. And did exactly the same thing there. And yeah. now I'm buying in Liverpool and other places. Okay. And the properties, some of them, you wouldn't post them on social media. If I posted some of the properties, you're, you're it, pretty embarrassed to even areas, post you them. You, you, you wouldn't post it. And, make, and people um, don't want to buy in the yeah. areas. They want to buy where the money is already been made. Yeah. And, and there's no point to do that. So yeah. when you were 18, what, what, what did you study? School, uh, so uni? I was at uni. Mm -hmm. I dropped out. Oh, we've got another uh, dropout. Yeah, so room. I dropped out. <laughs> I did property, basically took the student loan. I was working a call centre, Chinese delivery as well, so two jobs. Stacked ten, about £10,000, got a, a not a first-time buying mortgage because back in the day you could actually get a buy-to-let mortgage at 21 wow. without owning a property. Wow. 10% deposit. So, yeah, as we know now, it's very difficult yeah. to get the buy-to-let mortgages first. Yes, you but you, you can still get a resi and get yeah. consent to let yeah it's exactly yeah I we, do that for you people. can get licenses consent to let yeah yeah exactly yeah. so and it's still 10 percent or five percent deposit mm -hmm. so i've done mm -hmm. that i've rented it out to students lived in it myself saw it was making money interest rates were really how old were you 21 then so okay. first property was 21 yeah so um and then basically took two years buying of one which is really slow by today's standards i know but Another, it was the same with me i'll be honest i think my first one was at <coughs> about 23, 24, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it took, I was buying one on average every two years, and I was like, why am I buying yeah, it so slow? Exactly. But we were, we were hit at that. I mean, it was really hard. It's been, it's been, it's been tough to get properties, I would say, for the last 15 years, yeah, to be yeah. honest. And Since the credit crunch in 2008, they've put some hefty rules, and they, they haven't lo loosened yeah, at all. Yeah, exactly. Um, so after the credit, so basically that was like a year before recession, mm -hmm. then in recession, it was easier because the properties were like, 54 grand one of them when it should have been Eight a year four. before like no nah, it should have been like 120 110 wow. yeah so i was buying them but yeah. i couldn't remortgage them because it was they weren't below market like value. now yeah really exactly. when you can't really refinance nothing yeah exactly so yeah. it was it was slow money but the rent was always good yeah because it was like a, a really good model i had where obviously it's common now but i was doing multi-lets getting the best internet in even back in the day getting all the amenities had like students from spain who were just arriving from the airport and had everything set up. No, didn't have to worry about bills, internet, you know, anything. Um, so was it a temporary let's? Because I was going to uh, ask so you this. Was it, were, are you focused on Airbnbs? No, or no none of that. It was, just, it was just like, uh, they usually stay for like 12 months and then okay. usually their friend would take over because it was Yeah, they always like find someone. Because yeah, yeah. if you're a good landlord, as you know. Yeah, so... Guys, I, it pays to be a good landlord. Oh, yeah, it pays yeah, to be a good yeah. Landlord so it was... tenants. Because the tenants are the ones that you honestly... I know I look after my landlords. Obviously, I've got like a database of a thousand. But the same way I look after them tenants, them tenants can ring me up any time that I've rented yeah. a property to, and they know me personally. I think it's so important to keep a good relationship uh, with your tenants. I always it? said um, that 
and I put it in one of my ebooks that I wrote that tenants are like customers. It's customer service. Mm-hmm. If you can, if you can be good at customer service, um, you can be good as a landlord. Mm-hmm. But the, the moment you start. And I don't even like the word landlord because you're not a lord, really. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's, you're it's just, just a term. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just a term, term but, you, so but it doesn't matter. You know, like old school mentality is uh, a landlord here and a, a tenant's here. Yeah. I just see it as like um, customer service, like you buy something online. Yeah. And because, you know, if you buy something from like Luton, yeah. you get like a concierge, they'll ring you, you can return it, and they'll yeah. come and pick it up, right? That's why you buy, apart from the brand, but it helps build the brand. So, customers. Customer service for tenants is how I built my business and how I got the rooms. I could buy any house from me and I, the, the rooms would be full. I wouldn't mm-hmm. never, even like, you know, in, in COVID, we're mm-hmm. completely full. Wow. Yeah, so. It, yeah, well, it, so they couldn't go anywhere. So. Yeah, but we had so, people, well, a lot of yeah. them left, I guess. Yeah, yeah, no one, left. No one yeah. left. We had full rent. Oh, wow. It was, it was amazing. So wow. in terms of that aspect. Um, so now, so the model that you had when you were 21, yeah, yeah. you kind of thought it works, it, it works on why break it, you know? I've never changed it, yeah. You've never, so to today, because obviously I've seen a lot of a pattern of this, of diversification now, which is what even myself, yeah, yeah, yeah. hence why we've probably gone global. Yeah, yeah. Um, you still are sticking buy this model in today's market so today's market the fundamentals are exactly the same the numbers change but the fun- fundamentals are the same there are different strategies now and a lot of that is because people want to sell courses so there's like airbnb there's like a, a social housing a service accommodation all of that i just want to keep business really simple get consistent cash flow like i have done I do, I do trade. I do like trading now as well. So I buy properties and sell them fast, just because the cash. So flipping. Yeah, without doing any work though, because I'd really hate managing trades. Apart from, but I'll do it. It's if the it, toughest oh, part. I, I don't. Why, like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to. I don't want to be a developer. I, I'll right. do a developer if it's a passion project, like Marbella. I'm doing, mm-hmm. um, and the numbers are there, but it's not to make money because I make money um, by um, passive income, mm-hmm. and that's amazing for a good lifestyle and I don't really want to make money for the sake of it managing trades doing like big big projects mm. when I don't need to well it's very time consuming first of all there's a lot of micromanaging you've got to do the builders yeah secondly yeah, if yeah, there's yeah. another disaster like covid where materials went up 40 percent you couldn't amplify that into a business plan then obviously when interest rates up again you couldn't amplify that to happen in your business plan when you've got a development that's ongoing for two years there's so much that can happen now in two years that you yeah. could be up the creek with no paddle i just the problem of i'm just quite lazy as well to be honest <laughs> so well more content no would you say yeah yeah but i've always been it. like so so the reason why i did properties because i didn't want to work because i was always getting into work late yeah, I'd do the, I'd put them you know, in call centers, like top sales, but like in terms of discipline and stuff, it's not always been there, right? right? Uh, even that's probably from growing up and stuff. So I'm not the most um, employable person, but I'm also not the most, um, I don't wake up at 5 a.m. and, you know, stuff like that. Okay. Which a lot of people think business owners but do. You, well, do you not feel like you are disciplined in certain other things in your life? Yeah, or, but the point is... Um, I don't feel like you have to be disciplined with everything, but I feel like the things that drive you the most, you are normally more disciplined with. Yeah, um, I just feel that um, I don't want to... I, I got into property for a reason, and that was to live a, a nice lifestyle, right? Okay. And Has it worked? Yeah. <laughs> 
So, yeah, so okay. I don't want to, even though I could do a really big development and make loads of money, the amount of stress and planning and all of that, I, I basically got rich by sleeping and getting the, getting the capital growth, mm -hmm. not by doing complicated deals plans and like networking i never networked like before you know like before you wouldn't even know who i was i was buying properties and literally buying in the right areas which i always say to my uh, people i'm helping now is uh, if you buy in the right areas you don't have to do anything else you can just wait until the properties goes up and that's how i've got mm -hmm. really the main wealth yeah i had cash flow i've got really good cash flow that pays for lifestyle and stuff but the real millions were made by just sitting Sleeping, sitting like, back, literally, yeah. yeah, and I yeah. couldn't, couldn't make that. I in think any of people it. overcomplicate everything in life, exactly. you know. And if you've got a good model and you really trust the market that you're yeah, in, yeah, and yeah. that's what we was talking about Dubai as well before on camera. Um, and I said, yeah, it's so hard to buy out there, but honestly, in 15 years' time, it's going to be what you're saying now. Yeah, if yeah. you do invest there, I feel like it's going to be the next England where in 15 years' time, we're going to be like, oh, I wish I, wish I bought in Dubai. Like, it weren't that expensive. Yeah. It is. It's very expensive. And, and another thing that I'm going to speak to you about, obviously, is the difference I was told by a lot of people don't buy outside the M25. And I'm sorry, I gave that advice to so yeah, many yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. When people read me, they're like, I wanna buy Manchester, I wanna buy Liverpool. I'm like, no, what are you doing? Stay in London because it, like you say, when the recession hit, it hit so bad there in 2008. And so many people lost everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know people that bought like 20 properties and like, oh my God, like their properties are like 50 grand, they're now like 20 grand. Oh, it's gone back up now. Yeah, so yeah, there like you go. 200 now. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the lesson there is, don't get scared of the pressures that society put on you and just roll with the times and okay. do whatever it takes to keep your portfolio going and ticking over. Some months you're going to be earning 20, 30K, maybe, well, if you're lucky, but some months you'll be earning five, five, ten thousand pounds on rents. And like now you're probably earning two, some of them people earning two, three thousand pounds. But that will go back up. I think. Do you not think? The main thing you've said there is which is really important is you need to have, uh, not be scared, you need to have confidence mm. that whatever business you're in, yeah. you need to go for it and yeah. you can't be scared. So you can't be scared. Can I fill 20 rooms? Like mm. if you buy a 20 uh, room property. 20 yeah. house, you've got, yeah, 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 you've yeah. got you, no choice. Yeah, but you've got to have that mentality where you take the risk, otherwise you won't do anything. I've got loads of clients mm. who've onboarded with me and they don't want to take a risk. And the, one, the other thing is they're looking around at every single person who's posting on YouTube, Instagram, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. And they do, there's so many like opportunities, let's say, that they don't- You don't know if they're real. One, you don't know if they're real. <laughs> Two, you don't know what to focus on because you're looking around. You can't drive looking left and right. You've got to go straight. You've got to focus. And that's really what helped me build a business mm. without anything. Like I was so lucky there was no, none of Instagram and all that back in the day mm. because as an 18 year old, of course you're going to go, he's driving that, I'm going to do that. So it's basically like going on, going shopping and you want everything. Yeah, yeah. And then you really don't know what you want. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you're feeling a bit of resistance to wait, oh, should I have done that? Mm. Should I paint it, put a, a wall there? And I get it all the time with my clients. Should I turn it into a HMO? Yeah. Should I leave yeah, it yeah. as a, a family dwelling? And I'm like, what? To me, I ain't going to tell you to do anything, yeah? yeah, yeah. yeah? If there's a resistance, I, I'm, I'm not going to control anyone, yeah, yeah? exactly. You need to come to me and be like, right, I want to make X amount a month, and I'm sure you do as well. Yeah, yeah. This is my expectation. How can I achieve that? Well, this is how you can achieve this amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I can't get you this amount and you want to do it your way, you might get this amount. But at the end of the day, 
it's about being open and honest with, with your customers and yourself and managing everyone's expectations mm. when you're doing business with people. So how is it for you now? Are you helping people do projects? Yeah, so now I spend a lot of my time kind of, <clears throat> I, I have like loads of people onboarding. I only work with certain amounts of people who are, as I said to you, really active and ready to go and have got the motivation. Yeah. If you need the motivation, um, there's only so much I can take you mm-hmm. forward, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have clients in Dubai, I have high net worth clients, I have footballer clients, and I also have the other end where I've got like 19 year olds with no money. Yeah. Who've, who've made like rent to rent deals and they've Aww. treated the family, gone traveling. So I've got the whole spectrum. It's really weird. I've got the whole spectrum. I've got like multimillionaires and I've got the and And it's really nice. I have the most fun and the most satisfaction helping the young the with no money yeah, yeah yeah and it's doable yeah, yeah it yeah. is it is it really is and everyone's <coughs> like where do i start and i'm like just just do anything to just try and get on so on the, where do you start is to start yeah if you and you can't yeah. do it all yourself you need people especially when you're starting off and it's something that i really couldn't work out until probably 30 that i need help yeah <laughs> to ask for help for me was such a, a hard it was one of my biggest challenges yeah to accept yeah, yeah. that i couldn't I, I think i feel like it's it because you did a lot on your own like yeah. myself but you can go so much further if you have someone who's been there and made the mistakes because they won't people have paid yeah. me they won't make the same mistakes so they've got they've got yeah. all my experience for mm-hmm. the price. I wish, I imagine, yeah. like, imagine like you would, you'd now, be 10 80, times further, yeah. Oh, 20 times yeah, further. Exactly. Like, honestly, I feel like my business didn't really, I didn't even know what I was doing until I was, well, obviously I knew what I was doing until my landlords, but um, <laughs> I didn't know financially where I wanted to be until I was 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, wow, I've just been having a blast in my 20s. Yeah. You know, yeah. whereas I've got these young, young, like young adults, 21s, and they're like one buying their first properties and they know what they want to achieve and they've got they're, a whole business they're, plan. They're switched on because <laughs> obviously now um, everyone wants to be an entrepreneur and no one ever wants to be self employed, more, more so after COVID. Mm. So I'm getting 21 year olds and I'm building them. I'm saying, like, by the time you're 25, you'll have a million pound portfolio, if not more. And it's very, very structured how to get there. And they're on the vision and we achieve it. And that's uh, fantastic. It's amazing, isn't it? That is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and they're starting with like £30,000 or £20,000. I like a jumper, by the way. Oh, thank you. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, just hit the spot where <laughs> it's like, yeah, it. let's get it. Let's definitely get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to, I do wear a lot of designer, but I don't want to always uh, push that because it's um, mm. it's something that I tell my clients not to do. And, and it, do you know what I mean? Well, See both sides like Chanel. <laughs> um, my name was after yeah, I was yeah, named yeah. after designer, so for me, I find it really hard. Yeah, but the thing is, you're uh, you're not just starting out, right? Yeah. And even no, but I was starting out at okay, eighteen. Okay, so okay. for me, my first paycheck was all designer. Yeah. It was like I had one hundred fifty pound left to go and get food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, from the whole month, and I paid a thousand pound in like Bond Street. It used to be a famous designer shop in Bond yeah, Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to go there every month and get one designer item, and now I still do it that one designer item. But that designer item has increased <laughs> twenty times yeah. the value <laughs> from when it was. Yeah. 20. But I feel that makes you happy and you should do it but the thing is um, a lot of people especially the, the guys who I mentor right mm. they'll do it because I've seen it on Instagram yeah. as a flex right and I'm trying to get them to think smart because you know if I if Instagram was when I started I would have mm. I could have sold property to make 60 grand and just spent it like and Telling just me. and take it yeah, yeah. But and I would have whereas now uh, I know it's quite intrusive actually I've never asked this question but 
When you do it, uh, well, you haven't, you, you don't, do you sell? What is your model? Uh, so I don't sell. Like, don't I'm sell. Very, like even down here today, and I was like, I'm, I need to fund a development. And I was like, um, shall I sell one property? I'll make really good money off it. I only bought it last year. No, so get I, development finance. No, no. So I'm using that money for Marbella. Um, so the refinance. Uh, no, no, so basically um, I can't refinance that property because oh. it's um, I put a big chunk of deposit so it wouldn't really be worth refinancing it. Um, but if I sell it, I'll pull out some decent money mm. and then I can use that in Marbella, mm-hmm. right? But then I was thinking I can pay it on, I can use, I can just not sell it, be patient, wait two months, get it from the cash flow. Yeah. Right? So I rarely sell properties. Yeah. Every time I have, I've regretted it. Yeah. I've, I've, Tell me about I've it. I've sold like two, but to my mates, uh, oh. it's weird because I can still go in there and, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, the yeah, next yeah, chilling yeah. my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, same here. That's another really great point. I regret, I've sold one property and, and I regret yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, because, yeah, now I'm like, mm, okay, it hasn't gone up much in three years because of when it was sold, but... I could have done with that little piece to my Monopoly board. Yeah, and, <laughs> and you probably, if you'd waited a little bit, you would have had the money from cash flow anyway. Yeah, especially because the rents have gone so yeah, crazy yeah, yeah, in the yeah, last yeah. three years. So your main aim is to sell, but say, for example, you was to do a good project and you earn 100K profit out of it in your hand. Would you spend any on yourself? Or would you go and reinvest that money? Um, I... <sighs> So, I probably wouldn't sell. Okay, I could sell. but say if you've made 100 grand on a deal, I on a flip. I, that's the property I bought last year, that's, I would have pulled out 100 grand if I sell that. Okay. I make, the rent makes 50 grand a month, so. 50 grand a month. You really hit the number um, on the head. Yeah, but there's people on YouTube doing like 200 grand a month. Just from, Are they though? Yeah, yeah, like not, not from property. Oh, not from property. that's the same. about other 50 stuff. grand a month on a rental income, especially out of London, is extremely Yeah, difficult. but that's, that's a lot of properties though. How much? How uh, many properties like, have you got? So 35 properties times what? five units. Because you've got so, the rooms, HMOs. Yeah, so what is it? So that's over 100, 150 yeah, 150. units. Yeah, 50. Who like does your management? Uh, so I used to do the management. Okay. And then. Now Chanel's going to be doing your management. Yeah, for exactly. You. <laughs> so I used to do the management. Mm-hmm. In COVID, I had a few problems. Um, what problems? So in COVID, I had inspections after straight after COVID, and a lot of them weren't up to standard. Yeah. Just because it slipped over COVID, and I mm-hmm. took literally took eight months off in COVID and moved to Marbella. I was like, just chilling. Yeah. Um, I, I wish I could off. say the same. Yeah, COVID Co- was- COVID was my hardest time of Yeah, so COVID life. was like, when I <clears> sat back. Just... So, I mean, the councils were cashing in after Yeah, COVID. yeah, so they cashed they in. They were cashing in. Do you yeah. know what they even f- tried to find me a thousand pound for not having a word on my website? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... And I was like, you're kidding me, like. It's, yeah, so yeah. I got, yeah. Um, I almost got shut down after COVID, to be fair, with the management side of it. Right. Because houses were Did like... that make the news? Pardon? Did that make the news? No, so <laughs> so if you want to go into it, they tried to get me into court under right. my own name, but it was owned by a company, mm-hmm. one of my companies. So prosecution was against the company. 
Okay. Uh, so. Which is fine. Which is fine. Which is better, by the way. Yeah, and so. Uh, on a legal perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't need to go, but they wanted the story, obviously, because it was the same counsel I was slating in the documentary. Ah. So anyway, it was settled out of court, but the, the point is, there were mistakes that I made. I had to bring in consultants. I couldn't do everything myself, which I'd been doing. See, that was exactly. a lesson. That was my lesson. That, that lesson cost me over 100 grand. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Like Ooh. 70 grand fines Ooh. and then compliance, getting the consultants <laughs> in. Um, yeah, and people who use me now get all that benefit, don't they? Yeah. But the thing is, um, I built a business when I was early twenties, mm -hmm. right? And I had to build it any way possible. Okay. Plus, I didn't have any guidance, right? Yeah. Although the guidance was on the internet in some kind of form. Yeah. Like, they they, they yeah, never like enforced hidden. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they never, never enforced, enforced it. it. Yeah. No, they, they didn't, didn't need to. Though. I mean, look, deposits didn't need to be registered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, until fifteen years ago. So. So I. <sighs> And I know the council officers because they've seen me wielding the business and they, used, and they used to yeah. respect it. Yeah. But after COVID, they needed money because, you know, how yes, many there's like four councils that have gone bankrupt in the last three months. We're bankrupt. Yeah, yeah the country's bankrupt, yeah, yeah, yeah. the council's bankrupt. So, it's not their fault. Yeah, so. I get on with the, the council. Exactly. So, but they saw me like at 22, 23 building, building this Red business. Red Ferrari. No, they never had oh, it yeah, then. They, they never had it then. No, no, no. <laughs> I was just building a business like a normal lad. But yeah. they were like, you know, and no investors, because it yeah. wasn't really the thing to get no. investors there. No JVs, None. all of myself, and yeah. I was just buying properties that, uh, by the opposite. That, that, and so you were saying a mistake you made was probably not getting... Uh, but sh should I be honest with you? Because I've, I've had a managing agent for six, 17 years, and it's how I learned yeah, yeah, yeah. such so much vast information, vast information. I've done massive compliance work on my company for the last two years. I've yeah. made it like squeaky yeah, clean because I had to. The, the, rule, the game's changed now. To grow my business, which I've grown it 10 times, is because of compliance. Yeah. Um, so now I'm like, give me hundreds of management yeah, yeah, because yeah. So, I know what I'm doing with, without even blinking. So, so I lost 100. But, you, but, but I lost, you yeah, know, and but, you do lose when, when, when you're not doing things yeah, yeah, when you're not how they should right, be. But, but the thing is, they actually helped me because now our yeah. rent is... is, is probably 25 to 30% up mm. just because we're doing it properly. So that was a diversification in your model, wasn't it? Yeah, so now everything's hand, handed over. Yeah. And it's actually one of my mates who uh, runs, uh, his kind of agency runs everything. Oh, if you were my mate, I would have opened an agency and be like, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> it's really weird because uh, how I met him was I, I was, had to sell a house, right? That I'd just done in the, COVID. The one house that you sold? Yeah, I had to sell it because I needed to pay the fines. Right, oh my God. and I only bought it in COVID. Spent three months. It got it shot up after lockdown. You know when yeah. everything opened, it just shot yeah. up. Yep, it's a great time. So the estate agent sold it. They had a, they had a, a guy from Hong Kong who wanted to buy it, who was giving ten grand more, but Perfect. I needed the money, so I said no. They said we've got another buyer. He buys with us all the time. He's legit. Sell it to him. Right, the estate agent said that, and I said. Do you know what? I don't. I can't risk Hong Kong funds because sometimes it gets blocked. Sometimes yeah. they'll drop out last minute. They'll ring up and try yeah. and get twenty grand off. A million percent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I sold it to him. He was taking ages. I've gone on Instagram. Uh, sorry, I've gone on company's house. Found out his name. I've gone on Instagram, seen him flossing Canada and that. Yeah. So I was like, this guy looks like a bit of a lad, right? I message him. So I said, like, bro, are you buying my house? <laughs> right? I swear to God, this is what happened. I said, bro, you buying my house? He goes, yeah. Thanks God for Instagram. Listen, I've gone, I've gone, um, I've gone, can you hurry up? I need the money. Right, he goes, I'm coming back, do you want to meet up? So I met him, got on with him. Oh, good. I've gone, listen, I need the money, this has happened, how many pro And he's got loads of property as well, you wouldn't know, right? And he's like, they're all around, so I've never seen him because he's been living in Canada, but he's British. 
And he's gone, I've got, I'm opening an agency. I go, take all mine if you want. He goes, yeah. I told him what had gone off. He goes, I'll sort it. And he sorted everything. He was mm. battling, you know, like 10% is not a lot, is it, for management? No. And he had to, like, do the, he had to go to the council. 10% to do the legal compliance is absolutely nothing. nothing. Yeah, yeah, so. To, the, the amount, it could save you f so much in yeah, fines. Yeah, yeah, But the thing is, I was at the, I had lost all my licences anyway. Yeah. So I had to transfer it to somebody or I'd yeah. be out of business. I know. That's why they've yeah, done it. Because on a property licence, if you get thing, they say you have to transfer well, your management. Well, what over. it is, the council can do, uh, can take it over as well. Yeah. Right? So. You don't want that. Yeah, so you don't want that. So he took all the risk. Mm. The council officer who's trying to do me was, met him on inspection said why are you doing it for living like you've seen him on tv and he's like yeah because oh, why are you taking they really were against yeah you. so he's like why are you taking all this risk for 10 percent and he was like i'm just doing it and he did it do you know now he's got a he's bought a house in cheshire right he's oh, got a swimming nice. pool everything lives See? around the corner from like footballers yeah. and it's not the money that he's made from the management i've done that but obviously um if you do good it comes back well, around i mean i'd like to talk to him and ask him why he does management because yes. he's the hard honestly if everything i've done in my life i think property management is it's so hard like of, and, of and the thing is like he had to put with a lot like mm. they, they were after me and he had to he was basically mm. my shield and bless uh, he was a blessing yeah 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 and i always say that and um and he's done really well and i feel like that happened for a reason kind yeah. of thing so after this you're just after covid you've had this um challenges yeah. big challenges yeah so that took two years to resolve yeah big challenges yeah. and then what did you think oh god i'm done i'm i'm, I'm heading to marbella so i because <laughs> you've done it absolutely amazing you've got obviously a yeah, lot of property um, in up north so basically i took my foot off the gas went to marbella in lockdown mm -hmm. then this all happened i had to come back and do you feel like it happened because you were in Marbella? Another question I ask myself when stuff does challenge me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there was no there was no management structure. Mm. I have just gone into the limelight. Mm -hmm. um, like, yeah, everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. I lost my mindset as well, the hustler's mindset had gone. And because even my advisor were like, you make, we told you to do this, you've done this, you haven't done this, you got another fine what's happening you need help mentally like it was bad yeah and that yeah so so how did you get yourself out of that because you uh, seem really headstrong and positive and you're in a place yeah, that was a bad that was a bad uh that was a bad time do you know like uh, and was it your early 30s yeah that was bad. but the thing is as well at the same time as that i was having to portray a certain image because of the tv show mm -hmm. and i had to kind of replied to, I didn't want to show anything. Because me, the mistake was, it wasn't a mistake, but in my head I was like, I shouldn't have even gone on screen. And the, the guy, because the, the officer who was going after me was like one of the head compliance officers in the council, right? And he was even said to the guy who took over, my mate who's got the agency, why did he even go on? Yeah. We wouldn't even been on the radar. Because they, they respect what I've done. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. They do respect, and I respect them for going after the way, me the way they did in terms of being really good at their job. Because yeah. no other council could have done that. Mm. But he was like, why did he even go on? Yeah. You didn't. And then that hits the thing, because like we said earlier with resistance and getting scared, 
it makes yeah, you a yeah, little yeah. bit scared because you're like and, and doubtful of yourself but it, and it's it's them things it's them times in your life where you really need to be so headstrong yeah. you know what I've, I've done it yeah 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 I've so, done it I've been there I've made this mistake I've, my hands are up I'm trust me I'm paying the consequences for yeah. it carry on and, and I, I guess that's why you were skeptical to come on the podcast now and, um, and, and stuff yeah like but that. the thing is now I would I would because I thought about it well, you're not doing nothing wrong then. <laughs> yeah but would I have done that would I have done that show again of course I would have of course right? and, and it's not for me it's, it's, it's to inspire people yeah. and um, I don't you can't always you can you know you can't always operate with in the shadows like yeah. you know and it, in fear of anything yeah 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 I, was, I wasn't in fear it was just there was no need to when I was building I didn't want to tell people what I was buying Mm. And to this day, when I work with clients, we don't tell other people where we're buying mm. because they're paying for that. It's not fair on them. Yeah. When I deal with footballers, we have NDAs. Of we course. don't. So we, I still operate like that because when you see people on Instagram going, I've just bought this here and it's re- I've got like 100 grand off and you can do it next door. Well, what? No, you can't because they would have done it, wouldn't they? Mm. They would have bought that. Why are they telling yeah. you for free? So- I mean, it's 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 a very tricky. It's, it's the same with me when I'm buying properties. I'm like, should I put this on? Should I put it, not put it on? Yeah. Because it's like, it is such. A, it is a hard business, and that's what people understand. Property development is not easy, especially now. Do you know, my clients, it's so hard to get a picture. They won't go on. It's so I've helped so many people, and half of them won't go on. Really? Because they're building businesses behind yeah. the backs of the employers. But do you know what? They that's don't... good for you to be the face of it then. Yeah, exactly, so that's exactly, perfect. exactly. But, that works well. but I, I really enjoy inspiring, and that show helped me do that. And it Aww. just and like old school ways of doing stuff don't doesn't open new doors. Million percent. So this is why I do yes. it again. Yes, and this is why podcasts are also yeah, fantastic. Exactly. So I'm just getting used to all of that. Um, yeah. yeah, I made mistakes as well, and it helped me. And basically, I'm actually better off for it. So I can't amazing. really complain. Yeah, you've done absolutely amazing, Niven. Honestly. So um, obviously, we spoke about a lot about the property side of things. Just a bit about you know personal characteristics in business. What would you say would have to be the main characteristic to survive out there at the moment what i think i think fear i think confidence i confidence. think you need confidence and you need to have no fear okay and the earlier you start the easier that is because okay. in your 20s you can take risks that you won't take when you, you've got responsibilities in your 30s when and you also got that mindset where you can fail at 21 and start again and it doesn't yeah. make a difference yeah. so but you won't you probably won't fail yeah. what it is is just having it's about having a, a change and taking your ego out and being like 21 or 25 or 35 and being like okay my first model didn't work how can i yeah. ma- and it can work a different way let's change the model that i thought was going to work like you say you're lucky i'm lucky yeah, yeah, we started yeah. it this business a long time ago yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're still doing amazing out of it but there's people that want to start something new amazing businesses there's so many businesses out there that probably can earn more yeah, than yeah, me and yeah, you are yeah, earning yeah. in property yeah, yeah, yeah. you know we've we've probably a lot less capital having to put down so how we've done it is the old school way it's now for school. new generations i think it is about having no resistance like you say um obviously de- discipline in the right areas and i think self-belief yeah, and, and I feel like don't look around at what everyone else is doing. Don't compare yourself. Don't want and like long term mindset as well. So many people want uh. want <laughs> it tomorrow. Yeah. How, bro? Put me on. I want five houses next year. Yeah. Like, 
You're like, wait, you do you know about? how long it took me to get five houses? Even no, but even not a property, <laughs> even like, I don't know, you want to build the next clothing brand, yeah? Yeah. It's not going to happen in one year. No. The people that you see make it, they've done, even on YouTube, YouTubers, right? They've, they've been banging out videos from like early, early days and they made it now. Mm-hmm. So you need to be prepared to have that long-term mindset and you will make it's longevity. It's not yeah. overnight money in anything. Yeah. I mean, listen, people can get lucky and they can do get one idea and it does happen and you do see it. But I feel like a long, how would you say, five to ten year business plan with any business is necessary? Like five years. Five years, mm. consistent, the, the compounding effect of your actions over five years will make you, you know, a very, very good business. Yeah. And if, if it, in year one it's not working, you push on, you push on, push on. Yeah. And you'll learn so much as well. Yeah. I feel like if you go and want to make it next year in month six, you're still struggling and you yeah, just give up. because you're not getting a reward. And yeah, what's that going to yeah, do? Yeah. It's going to bring your morale down and then you're going to be like, oh my God, I, I ain't got to where I want to get to. But that's because maybe, not that you're aiming too high, but you're not being realistic. Yeah, and I think you've got to love what you do as well because that's going to yeah. push you on. That is the most important thing, I think, is loving what you do, knowing what you want to do and having the least resistance in everything Because then you you'll do. do it regardless of yeah. whether, you know, you can't always do it for money. Like, yeah. That's what I say, like... Would I sell houses? I don't buy houses for money. Like mm. I do with a cash flow, but I don't. Otherwise, I'd sell tomorrow. I could sell everything tomorrow, get our money, flip Entire. it. <laughs> but no, but I could, I could put it into <laughs> another deal, maybe in Dubai, and like yeah. make five x. Yeah. Right? But yeah. I don't. I you know it's more than money. And what has been your biggest success property that you've bought? Your biggest success story to date? Probably uh, Marbella. Probably yeah. so I bought that in lockdown. That was a risk because I'd only been there once. Well, my bad had a lot of bad press as well. Yeah, it had bad moment, press. It? Yeah, yeah, it had like um, quite bad gang violence. Um, mm-hmm. I, bit of crime. Yeah, bad crime. I bought it in lockdown. Didn't even know what anything was doing in lockdown, as any, no one did. Um, just before Brexit as well. And that property, it's, it's worth a lot of money now without doing anything to it. Um, so yeah, and you can't get a location again. So, so you don't want to cash out. So if I cashed out on that, well, that's that's the thing. It's not just about the money. It's like the lifestyle, the mindset. When I go there, I'm next to the beach. Mm. When I cash out, gosh, we like to be an image. I think uh, two years ago, I was like, I just want to be on a beach. I just want to see the water every day when I wake up. I can't do this grey lifestyle anymore. Yeah. And then I bought something on the beach in yeah. Dubai and then I was like okay well I've got that now you didn't go every day did you and I was like <laughs> I'm, go- I'm going less I think because I'm fighting for to keep up with that lifestyle keep up with the businesses here I found it really hard so I think the main thing with with the advice that we're given is that you have and with the businesses that we want to grow and t- to help people is you just really need to enjoy yeah. life as well yeah I learned that every day yeah I think a lot of people kind of um, so one of the reasons why I did really well in Marbella is because loads of people moved there from Europe um, because they wanted to enjoy life more after COVID. And I feel that's really... Um, so that's why I wouldn't cash out because I wouldn't be able to enjoy it. There's no point in having millions in the bank and not being able to enjoy it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you just got to be up for realising that maybe things ain't going to go as fast as it was if you were here. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because like, I find when I do, because I travel obviously yeah, every yeah, month yeah. to Dubai, and it's when I do stay, take my foot off the pedal here, um, and I go to Dubai and I still work there obviously, but not as intense as because I'm not here, yeah, yeah, yeah. then I 
the profit margins go down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, it's, there's, re there's rewards and risks at, with everything. I, think, I don't think you can have everything. I feel life. like you need to remember why you started in the first place. So I started because I didn't want to work and I wanted a yeah. really good lifestyle and I've got yeah. that. So why would I cash out? I didn't start yeah. to have 10 million pound in the bank. Yeah. Because that's, you know, you can have that. Yeah. And you still, um, if you don't have the passive income every month, that will disappear. Yeah. You know, you spend 100 grand on a holiday. Yeah. So I think creating passive income, I think for everyone is if you want a nice lifestyle, life goal, if you want that yeah, lifestyle, yeah. Uh, if you want to travel and and not have to answer to somebody and be able to wake up and have money in the bank, um, it's like a subscription model, mm -hmm. um, passive income, and that's what my properties give me. And if I sold everything, yes, I'd have a massive lump sum, but I still that would be going down every day because of you spending it. Yeah. And what's your spending like? It's bad, like it is, it's high, <laughs> like, especially abroad, it's high, like, but Isn't it's it? coming every month. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's replenishing, that's a really good thing. So I feel like, um, yeah, that's that's why I wouldn't cash out. But at the same time, I want to maybe get like a place in Dubai, mm -hmm. uh, come to you for that. But, yeah, yeah like, I hope so. Yeah, so that's a lifestyle element now, because then yeah. I've got a place in Marbella, a place to buy, a place here. But like you said, I think anywhere in the world within reason, that money will multiply the same yeah, model yeah, yeah. and then mindset you've got in England yeah, with, yeah, yeah. with England from the beginning and you've seen your properties multiply quadruple probably yeah, yeah, some yeah, of them yeah, yeah, would yeah. you say yeah yeah easy yeah so um, that could happen I think the, the bigger amount of property you buy the more they'll increase but there'll be times when they decrease yeah but you've got to uh, so you've got to ride the storm don't you because not, they're it's a storm now. Yeah, yeah, but you hold on. <laughs> it's like... a, a, storm, a very, very hard. It's, it's tough out there at the moment, but yeah. you just got to hold on and keep going and it's know not, what you've got it's into not a short it. term. No. So how term. do you see the market next year? So, and have you got any, what's your future goals? So I get this question all the time. I'm always buying. Okay. I'm buying below market value. I'm buying deals where it's profit from day one. And I'm just sticking to what I know. I'm not moving to, I'm not, doing complicated investments. If I want to buy somewhere in Dubai, be personally, won't be for business. Um, I'm just literally buying all the time, but buying what I know and buying below market value. So it doesn't scare me in the market. <laughs> if it goes down, it goes down. If it goes up, it goes up. But I'm always buying below market value. So it doesn't really, I've been here before. I'm not panicked. I've been here. I've bought in recessions. That's yeah. how I made money. Well, if yeah. I was another recession, I'd make more money. Yeah, it's a, it is a breeding ground. It, it was harder before. when it was boom times. It was really hard. Yeah, it, it was. But you just felt, I felt you felt like a, when you knew in the boom time you were getting a good deal, you were like, this is a great deal what, for a great, because it's a great market. But, Whereas but, now you're like, wait a minute, if this market keeps going that way and you're buying at a good price here, realistically that could, you have to, you, you need to have the mindset of that, that could be keep going low for the next two years. And I think, again, it's that scare factor. I'm like, shit, I bought that for 450. That that's what it's worth for now, yeah. and I spent fifty grand in it, and I got development finance, and I went in and put it on a bridge, and I can't refinance it. You know, there's there's so many stresses, which is why I feel like you need guidance from yeah, people you, like us yeah. to help you. You, you need guidance, through. but also like yeah, some of the things you just mentioned there. So I don't do development finance. I don't. Yeah. I put it on a bridge, yeah, but I don't uh, spend money inside the property because I'd rather buy another property with that. Um, but. The best way to make money in property and what I've done is when there's fear on the streets, buy. When, when You know, you buy when people are fearful. Mm. When people are greedy, you don't buy. Well, you know, in, after the COVID, when everything was going up, yeah, I wasn't buying. Because yeah. P amateurs were Me ringing too. up 
because everyone's got that factor yeah. where every, you can't lose I mean, them. we weren't buying because we were too busy for buying the councils for our lives. Yeah, every I mean, like, People paid 30 <laughs> grand more than the... God, uh, when I come out of COVID, I was like, what is yeah. all these... Because the, a property licence hit my borough. Yeah, 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 yeah. Our property licence. Yeah, 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 so yeah. now I had to do... I had about 300 property licence and applications to do in about two months. But do you know what? It's so good licensing and Article 4 and stuff. I actually like it because it's, I love a, it now. it's a barrier to entry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it now, but I, I, I didn't it... like it when they were opposing it. And, yeah, I, had, yeah, and yeah. I sat there and I was like, oh my God. And you know what? My staff, bless them. Like, yeah, they, they, they supported me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without, without a good team behind you, you, can't, you yeah. can't grow. I think it comes down to how you treat people as well. So. Yeah. Like, yeah, know, my staff love me. Yeah, good. Because, like, you know, with the tenants as well, so when all that was going yeah, on... Yeah, and they, the tenants. They were backing me, so they wouldn't even open the door for inspection. They oh, had to get warrants and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, you see? You weren't even opening the door. Like, uh-huh. Whatever, you know, like, I had to do certain things, move people out and all of that, yeah? And, like, they were like, tell us what you need to do, we'll do it. Wow. So Free. what's your plans next year and the next two years? What's your next two-year plan? Next two-year plan? I'll be honest with you, try and get somewhere else abroad. Okay. I really want that. Okay. So I'll we need to find you a good deal on the path then. Find me somewhere on the path. Because, you yeah. know, like I was telling you before this podcast. Yeah. When I was 18, yeah. I almost moved to Dubai. There was nothing there. Me too. And uh, mum wouldn't let me. Because I think you, I think you <laughs> had to be 21 to do anything there, though. Yeah, that's yeah, the thing. And well, I was not just that. You needed a, a local partner then as well. Oh, okay, okay. So that's why my family were like, yeah. they're going to eat you up. And now I'm like, I wish I went at 18 so, to Dubai. Yeah, but, but the thing is... Uh, so I could have bought on a palm for so cheap. Obviously, yeah. didn't have the money, but if I knew what I'd do now, I could have raised it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the same villas now, like, what were you saying, like 14 million? 14 million so they were like front three, facing, yeah, like pounds. 300,000, 400,000 yeah, pounds. Yeah, I know. Front facing, so. I want somewhere but it's there. about finding them new opportunities in other places. Because yeah, so, so, you're not going to get that opportunity no. now, obviously. So, but you'll get, yeah, find you'll out, get other opportunities. I just read a quote the other day. Find out where people are going and buy the land before they get there. So if there's somewhere else in Dubai, let me know and I'll... I know I know a few <laughs> spots, but we'll have to talk off yeah, camera. Yeah, exactly, for exactly. But, um, <laughs> no, it's, it is, um, it's good because not a lot of people are, again, scared to buy a foreign investment. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, great that you have got zero resistance to that. Yeah, no, no. So you could potentially be living in three countries next year. Yeah, I'd like to split the time between um, the UK, Marbella, Dubai. That would be quite nice. That would be nice. That would be nice. It's nice, and I like to diversify now, so I like to have assets just for asset protection, have things in different countries, mm-hmm. just because I've been through the court system here and I've been through where they, like, base fines on your net worth, and, like, you can't... It's hard. Like, you need mm. stuff in the background. Uh, you need to put money away. That's a higher level. That's when you start playing money games. And, you know, most people in Dubai are moving money around, aren't they? So, God. <laughs> yeah. That's where it I need is, to be. It, but, yeah. it is an uh, eye opener out there to see how people are uh, uh, managing their, their funds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, but, but I mean, do you know what's saying that a lot of people are buying here now yeah, yeah, from yeah. Dubai? Yeah, so they are. They are. Because it's, it's a really it, the safest it's market, isn't it? Safe market here now. It's just getting the money over here. I feel yeah. like um, UK are not making that easy. Rightfully so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to do their, obviously, AMLS checks and stuff. But, yeah, amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the plan. I'm, I'm content with what I've got anyway. It's just, business-wise, that would probably be the next move and just carry on growing and helping people. Okay. Yeah. So, you're looking for more clients to... I'm not necessarily looking for more clients, but I get a lot of clients who are not ready. So, I get a lot of younger clients as well because I've just started TikTok. So, 
Oh. Uh, yeah, so that's that's like more. I really like TikTok because um, you <laughs> you're know, really big about in diversifying. Yeah, so you know, Instagram is very polished, and people only post like what, yeah. Yeah, especially and even me. I, if yeah. you look at my thing, there won't be like loads of like bad properties doing up and stuff. It's very polished, but TikTok is very authentic mm. and it's very um, short. Yeah, so shorter. I can go into you know, it's just like it's really so. I, I'm doing that, but I'm also getting clients from there who are not ready. They might be just finishing sixth form school. And so we're doing like an e-learning kind of like online oh, um, course where amazing. it's like a monthly subscription. And because I don't feel they teach it in schools. No, of course they, they don't. They don't teach. No. The amount of clients I've got who are like business, like making really good money. They're doing IT contracting. Don't know mm. what a, uh, how to manage a credit score. Don't know uh, what effect of paying a phone bill, not paying a phone bill how with a student. How you can get a mortgage CCJs, when you're older. Mortgages. They don't even know rent, rent, rent costs or how do you even be a tenant. They don't know anything even, about like, Listen, at 18 years of age, I didn't know the difference between a tenant and landlord. Yeah. I, I Luckily, I went into a state agency so young, but I, a lot of people don't. And they're the basic You know, I, basic I feel stuff. like they don't want to teach it in school. They don't want to teach the young entrepreneurship in or young business. Especially property because... The people going into property now, backed mm. by the government, so yeah. it's like, you know, the big, big... Yeah. Uh, so they keep it out of the curriculum. They, they, they don't want it to be accessible. Yeah. So my, so we had the, the life coach uh, on here, like I said before, and he is really big on education with the younger generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like that might be a really good thing for you to get into as well. I feel like, yeah. just not even from a mon monetary point of view, but if someone can spend the equivalent of a few months of Netflix subscriptions, learning about property at 18, 19, mm. by the time 21, 22, re even if it's not for business, they might have another business, even for themselves, because everyone needs a place to live. Yeah. They've got all the options in front of them. Yeah. Whereas if you So just... knowledge is power. And yeah. it's, it's, it, no, I think everyone underestimates that the ego, oh, you don't need to know that. You don't, I don't need to know that. No, you actually need to know everything to, first of all, be able to know what you want to do in life. And secondly, for you to grow. So, so yeah, where, where, whatever business you do, whatever yeah. job you do, you do need somewhere to live. Yeah. So you need to know the basics, don't you? Yeah. And then money management as well, like how to mon uh, manage finances. Like even the people I work with now, they're like really, really... Uh, earning a lot of money there's some money management shocking some of them so they probably spend i see some people they're spending like more than or even my my, my brother <laughs> he's like i'll get an uber there i'm gonna get an uber there i'm gonna get an uh, uber eats and i'm like why yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know money you spent on uber today like how much have you earned we just uh, give a little ratio of yeah. what you earn to what you spend and that is I, yeah i, I feel like just secure your future um mm early in terms of where you're living and that everything else can yeah. take care of itself and you can do whatever you want in your passion not everyone wants to own a massive business there's still people who want to just do like a retail job and come home and be happy but you do need a home to come to come back come to, home to and yeah you don't want the landlord and you want to, to be happy in that, in that home you don't want the landlord to have all the power either that's not right either so like that's never been yeah. my thing as to making money because i'm a powerful landlord mm. um i made money because uh, the tenants could come here or where you know move from London get a nice job be comfortable yeah be happy and yeah. live their life that's all I want yeah I just want to create a happy place exactly for them to live in exactly so that's uh, that's the future yeah that's that's what it is and it's oh, like giving back as well so it is well yeah, yeah, good yeah. luck with everything thank you very much I think when we we might do our next uh, podcast together when I sell you your, your next property <laughs> <laughs> Doing Dubai yeah we're gonna do one in Dubai with you and there will be uh 
our next chapter, I think. Because well, that would be, nice. be really good. And yeah, I really yeah. feel like the pushing of the younger yeah, education that's, that's, course will be fantastic. That's just a passion pro project, which I can, yeah. I've got time to focus on now. So, yeah. Perfect. Should be amazing. Well, thank you for coming on. And thank you guys for watching another show of See Both Sides at Chanel. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. <laughs> uh, thank you. Speak soon. Take care, guys. Bye.